I think you might notice a little bit of a different voice right now leading you off. That is because I, Yehuda, oh. the original guest star. You're not a guest. You're one of us. We have to be switching our whole name because of you. Don't give away our secret. You knew, like, the Ravens need one touchdown. Like, the Broncos might score one more field. Get one more touchdown. Yeah, you went 10-9. Five, you can win 10-9. I'm going to go with the commanders as well, just because it's too much of a question mark um, over there on the center for this. <laughs> I can't believe you saw that right now. I don't even... That's asinine. You're crazy. He, he's got You're the crazy. full package. He's no way. I don't care. No way. I can't, I can't even. It's hard to even look at you right now when you say something like that. That's crazy. Okay. And guess what? In basketball, you use a basketball. In football, you use a football. We got some NFL playoffs, but before we get to the playoffs, I want to discuss a team that didn't make it to the playoffs this year. And that 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 team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm going to make a big statement here. I think this is the biggest collapse I remember as a fan following football. This is the biggest collapse in NFL uh, in the NFL in the last 25 years. I mean, maybe in 2008, you had the Broncos were 8-4, and four, the Chargers were 4-8, or vice versa. I don't remember. One of them was 8-4, one of them was 4-8. One one lost the last four. One won the last four. Last week of the season, the four and eight team ended up winning the division. Huge collapse. But this collapse by the Jaguars is just historical. Okay, they're sitting there at eight and three. This was a couple weeks prior to the Ravens game. We were circling that on the calendar, and we're like, wow, you know, Jaguars, Dolphins. I mean, these are the games that are going to determine the bye, right? The Jaguars were were cemented into that number one seed. They were really playing really good football. Trevor Lawrence ended the year with the third to most big time throws in the league, the tied with the best big time throw in the league. So it's not like he was playing really good football for the first 10, 11 weeks of the season. The injuries happened. Christian Kirk went out for the season, which I don't know what. Here's what happened, okay? Monday Night Football came against the Bengals. And that's, that was a turning point of the, uh, of the season, really, as far as I'm concerned, because Trevor Lawrence got injured. And then, um, and and then and then Christian Kirk got injured, and nobody was focusing on Christian Kirk. No, like nobody even knew, just because. Well, Trevor Lawrence has a high ankle sprain. How is he still playing against the Browns? This is crazy. He's coming back a week later. Everyone was so mesmerized by the fact that the guy was on the field a week later that they were completely mis- glossing over the fact that their only good slot receiver was out for the rest of the season, and that really came back to bite them. These receivers, and then Zay Jones got injured. I mean, they really didn't have any playmakers on offense. Evan Ingram has developed as a, as, a, as a receiving tight end this year. There's no question. But they really do not have a lot of playmakers. Not a lot of guys that create separation down the field or up the field, down the sidelines, middle of the field. They didn't have guys, weapons anywhere. They were running so many screens to Evan Ingram. Speedy guy. He can create yardage on his own. But that, that was really their best play. And once Christian Kirk went down, Trevor Lawrence, whether it was the injuries or not, the offense was just not the same. They end up losing five of the last six game guys. This was a team that heading into the season, we were like, yeah, the Jaguars will win the division because the AFC South is horrible, right? I mean, like, the Texans have a, you know, bottom 10 roster in the league. The Colts are just, you know, the definition of below average. You know, the Titans are the Titans. They got a bunch of old players on there. I mean, none of these teams are going to win more than six, six or seven games. The Jaguars are, are going to win 10 games by accident. And here they are at 8-3, and three, exactly where we think they would be before the season. And they just completely, completely collapse. This is an utter collapse. There's five of the last six games of the season. There's got to be some changes because you cannot allow this to happen. Last year, they snuck into the playoffs at 8-9, and nine, I believe. This year, they're 9-8. It's their first winning season in a while. But it's going to feel like 
a bitter disappointment despite that winning season. And I'm very disappointed in them because I really did think that they would be able to, you know, when it was 11 games through the season, they were 8-3. and three. Trevor Lawrence looked very good. He looked sharp. He was leading the league in big-time big time throws. His average depth of target was high. I really thought they, they were going to make some hay in the playoffs. They were even going to contend for, with the Ravens and the Dolphins and be up there in the AFC. This was a collapse, guys, and I'm very disappointed. Man. I wonder, um, obviously, the games are won and lost on the field. But the, thank you, Rocky, for the epic rant. I, I appreciate that. I know well, you I'm, told us that you were going to. Like I'm that, always but... here to make epic rants about you know teams not doing their <laughs> not, not living up to expectations. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that it was, we were going to be in for such a treat. So I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, my but, oh, no, as always. Remember, you remember about um, four or five weeks ago when the, there was a report that came out that their former Jags employee stole twenty two million dollars from them, and I mean, obviously, you know the players. The players are getting paid and the owner is the one who has to worry about this and the VP and the president. But like, wonder if it, it's a, just a distraction and it's just like a, a mindset where you're like, you have this stuff going down you start losing, you start, you start getting guys injured and just start to spiral because Doug Peterson just doesn't have any answers. And like all season, they still like, even when they were winning games, they had like these red zone issues. They were randomly fumble or Trevor Lawrence would like, throw weird picks and they just couldn't score. They had one of the lowest scoring like red zone offenses. And, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence has an actual fumbling problem. Like we literally saw him in the Ravens game in Sunday football, just running running and then just dropped the ball. <laughs> it's just a turnover and like all these issues. And like you said, it was just such a, an epic, epic collapse. And it just is crazy to oh. see. Like they literally could have fallen into the same way the Eagles just fell into the playoffs. We expected this team to fall into the division, fall into the playoffs, and then they got shrouded. So, yeah, got to be some changes. I'll say this. Um, you know, the, uh, the we discussed in last week's podcast about distractions and if, like, locker room mindsets and all those things was part of the discussion, but – and Yehuda, me and you spoke earlier today about, you know, I, and I, oh, I mentioned to you that I believe it's so much harder to keep a winning locker room mentality. Like when you're winning, you can just lose. And now you just have a losing mentality. You're going into next week being like, yeah, we lost last week. Now you lose two in a row. Not like, damn, two in a row. Right. And like a losing is easy to do. Like losing is just easy. When you're winning, you have to like maintain that. You have to be like, "Yo, we're we're winning." Like you have to keep that hype. But when you're losing, you're, the, all that doubt settles in. Um, so I think it really just started like it's just it's just one or two losses, and you know you, you're young. It's Jacksonville, the young team, the young quarterback, and so I think they just had that losing mindset. And you, like you said, yeah, there was a distraction, a little bit of a distraction, but um, whether or not that affected the, the locker room, I don't know. But but they, you know they had that loss and just. It just went collapsing. Rocky, you're right. It is one of the – I mean, another big collapse is is, – there are other collapses, but those teams made the playoffs. I mean, the Dolphins – October 14th, the Dolphins were minus 2,200 to win their division. Even the Eagles this year. Even the Eagles this year. The Eagles. The Eagles were the first team to clinch the playoffs. And they – and they – and and, and then they they couldn't pale it off. But but the Jackson let them – they didn't make the playoffs. And – and that is, I mean, that is, that is huge. Even with all the losses, they could have won that one game against the Titans. You know, the worst team yeah. in the division. Yeah, yeah. yeah and still the make The team that fired their coach. 
Yeah, we talked about, you know, we, we, we talked yeah, yeah, about Braves. We talked about what momentum and like you talk about emotions. What what part does emotions play a role in the NFL? And I said it's unquantifiable. I'm not denying that it plays a role. I'm just saying it's not something that you can prove or disprove because we're not in the locker rooms. But what yeah. I did say was winning cures all. And I think that is generally the case, right? We saw this with Mike Tomlin. Steelers had the worst three-game stretch in, in Steelers history. And he's, he's not answering anyone's questions. He's answering with two words. Mike Tomlin generally answers with four or five words, not two words, right? <laughs> in this situation, he was, he was answering with like two words. He was just, you know, he came up there after the Colts game. And he's like, I'm going to be frank with you guys. Let's be honest. We're not playing great football. It's like, well, Mike Tomlin just said yeah. we're not playing great football. Like things must be really, really bad. You know, like, so Mike, Tom- yeah. but all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, George Pickens can't block, you know, can't get rid of Kenny Pickett. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's the worst backup quarterback in the NFL. All of a sudden they win a few games and oh, George Pickens, ha, he can't block. We're laughing about it. It's funny now, right? <laughs> because he, he just went out there and had 200 receiving yards. So it's, he didn't make a big plays. So now all of a sudden it's funny. Mason Rudolph, oh, ha, ha. We have, like, you know, it's like, and all of a sudden Mike Tomlin, he's, he's giving 30 minute press conferences. He's in a jolly mood so at the end of the day winning winning cures all you know i really think that is the case and 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 in contrast losing sort of tempers everything right when your team's losing it's very difficult to keep up high spirits unless that was sort of the expectation going to the season you know to rebuild and you sort of know what to expect but if your expectation is to win 10 or 11 games and it's not happening yeah, I mean, you know, I, that, that can have an effect on the team, 100%. And likewise, if your expectation was to win five games and you're winning, that can have a positive effect on the team. So I, 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 can, I can see that a little more than saying emotions play a part. I just think winning is, makes everyone happy. <laughs> That's what I'll say. And losing makes everyone depressed. Sirianni was a genius who, uh, you know, he may not have looked, have looked like the typical frat bro. Uh, Italian, you know, guy, but he, he had all the answers and he just, he led the crowd and he represented Philly and, and he was the best and he was awesome. And now, um, guy's an idiot. He can't, can't coach to save his life. And the, his coordinators made him and he's just, he has no idea what he's doing out there. So like you said, winning cures everything and losing and just exposes whatever the complete opposite of curing everything is and just exposes all the the warts and the uh the bad stuff of the organization 